welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews, the Mifid Review podcast. That'll try to be nice to movies, but may end up having to slice and dice them. Each and every month there's a theme, and as it's December, I'm doing a dire December, which might look at truly dire Christmas movies. As it's mid-December, aka office Christmas party season, I thought I'd do, well, office Christmas party from 2016. I have heard this is a bad mom's rip-off, and a bad one at that. Never actually got around to watching this thing, or I don't think I have actually, hmm. As to look like dog shit, so hmm. This does not bode well, as the all-star cast has SNL alum, and has six writers and two directors. That's never a good bloody well sign. So, deck the halls, let it snow, sugar plum that fairy, here it is, office Christmas party. With its $45 million budget, this thing pulled in $114 million. Starring Jason Bateman, Jennifer Anderson, Olivia Munn, T.J. Miller and Kate McKinnon. Directed by Josh Gordon and Will Speck. The plot, it's Christmas period. An uptight CEO wants to cancel the office Christmas party and close down the entire branch. When her brother, a heavy partier and co-CEO, gets wind of this, he wants to throw a Christmas party to end all Christmas parties. Too bad his um, CEO boss wants to news... Actually, scratch that. No, CEO boss. The other boss, for some reason... Watch use this party to lure a new client, which will save the branch and indeed save everybody's jobs. So what's the worst that can happen? Find out here. I mean, there's drugs, drinking, sex, people are getting fucking tasered and stunned and arrested and hold at gunpoint and all this crap. What could go possibly go wrong? What's the worst that could happen? It's so mysterious. Whatever. <clears throat> anyway, after the logos, this opens up on. Hold on a second here. This is a DreamWorks movie. What the fuck? Since when did they make adult movies? Hmm. Anyway, this opens up on the world's saddest Christmas party with limp decor and stale coffee with a half eaten cake and no booze. I mean. What the hell? Plus, it's one drink per person. Oh, for fuck's sake. In office, we meet Josh Parker, played by Jason Bateman, looking very heavily depressed. Wait, it's his lawyer's office? He's signing divorce papers there and then? What the fuck? Merry fucking Christmas due to me. <laughs> anyway, surprise, he's getting taken by the cleaners because... He will got my throat there. His lawyer, Ezra, played by Matt Walsh, rubs it in, saying not only is he losing all of his money, but he's lost half his life as he's now passed it. Wait, this guy is his lawyer? Wow, fuck you too, and here's my bill. It also happens to be 10 o'clock in the morning. Why the fuck is there an office Christmas party happening during office hours? Okay then, he then hands him a quote-unquote holiday card called Fucking Christmas. And this is also his bill. Merry Christmas and fuck you too. Jesus criminies. Also, pretty dated joke here. On the card, his family are, including the family dog, are dressed as One Direction. Weren't they finished by 2016? <laughs> as long as they're scripting in a fucking 
bloody part, pipe for you know. Anyway, cut to him on his mobile phone slash cellular, telling his mother he is now divorced, then telling her no, they need to set a place for his ex-wife as they're now divorced, and no, he's not dressing as Santa, saying it's a complete, utter embarrassment for a man to be dressed as Santa. This insults a guy dressed as Santa, so he has to swipe his credit card for a donation. Is that how that one works? Hmm. Also, what sort of homeless guy has a full-on smartphone and a card swiper? The fuck? Anyway, up pops the titles. As Josh is pulled into the office, the second he walks into the office, by the fucking office busybody, note as Karen, Mary, played by Kate McKinning, wearing a truly hideous Christmas sweater or jumper. This Mary is such a Karen, she tells a young female employee to wear a Christmas sweater or at the very least cover up her breast because she has one button too many undone on her blouse or shirt. It's a five button shirt. She has four of the five buttoned. It's not her fault she has big boobs. Jesus jinkies. Hold on a minute here. Mary is in HR because of course she's HR. She's a fucking Karen. Also, Barry, someone should tell this ditzy bitch Boxing Day is not a whole a holy day. It's a day you thought the boxes, the toys came in in Britain. It's a fucking British holiday that apparently dates back to the 18... 18- Hundreds or 1700s, where apparently it was the rich people gave the poor people the leftover food from their Christmas feasts. So, hmm, it's not a fucking holiday! She's got this ridiculous jumper with like a menorah and a Santa on it, and there's like Christ on it, and there's a, I don't know, hell, it's black guy on it, and apparently it does all the Jewish, the Christians, and the God knows what holidays on the bloody thing, and blah 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 blah, because that's hilarious, right? Anyway, moving the fuck right on, because the movie's terrible. Josh finally makes it to his office, which is sealed by a security code he doesn't know. He has to get his assistant to buzz him in, and she is Tracy, played by Olivia Munn. She said she changed the code because she's working on quote-unquote security and shit. Uh, Love, you're his assistant. You can't change the code and not tell him he's your fucking boss. Hello, realism. Uh, she falls him off uh, when he complains he is indeed the boss and he should know the code. She then woman explains to him she's actually the real boss because she knows coding. Yeah, love. You're fired. <laughs> fuck off with that shit. I don't give a fuck. Feminist power bullshit. You cannot talk down to your fucking boss because you've been in fucking college and done coding and shit and you're a hacker. Blah, 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 blah. You're fired. He then gets a thumb drive, and off he goes his merry way, to see his boss, Clay Vanderstone, played by T.J. Miller, in all his stoner realness douchebagness, because of course he's in this fucking movie, he's a budget Ryan Reynolds. Somehow he's the CEO of this branch, I'm guessing he's the boss's son, because he's on the phone, quote unquote, dealing with an important client, which is about fantasy football, because that's hilarious, isn't it? See, this is why I think you should tax the rich until their eyes bleed in and 10% more, because you would have douchebags like this who are trust to fund fucking stoner wanksteins. Who don't give a fuck about money because they never have to worry about money because their daddy has given them everything in a silver platter. Anyway, he also just leaves the office along with Josh 
took a pretzel. The fuck? And here he tells Josh it on Tracy, who the fuck wrote this movie. Hold on a second here, it's six writers, because of course there's six writers, because these jokes are fucking abysmal. Also, someone should tell this TJ Miller guy he isn't Ryan Reynolds, he can't have this quick fire banter shit and get away with it. You're a fucking budget Ryan Reynolds. Anyway, he goes on and on and about how his dad is the greatest man ever and every year he threw out a balls to the ball Christmas party and everyone get drunk and everyone get fucked up and everyone get given personal gifts and blah, 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 blah. Where the fuck's the jokes? He then pulls out a Nerf gun and has a Nerf gun fight right there in a jam-packed fucking over-the-top expensive store. Which, of course, this idiot knocks over a 10-foot Christmas tree because it's hilarious and then he runs out of the store because... But, um, oh my god. An out of town car pulls out and out walks the real CEO, Carol Vanderstone, played by Jennifer Anderson, who has no time for her stoner brother and indeed all this Christmas crap. She's pulling down decorations left, right, and centre. She is all business and all bitch. I kind of like her actually because she's taken none of his shit and she's had enough of his crap because he's been. Nothing but a fucking rich boy for, I don't know, 35 years and she had to work her ass off to get where she is and blah, 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 blah. She has had it with this douchebag and his lazy employees who literally hang up phones. Uh, hello, love, it's your job, your front desk, you answer that fucking phone. Jesus, jinkies. She pulls the books, telling him he's run the branch into the ground and she's closing up by the end of the day. Right in front of the entire head of staffs. Of the branch, that is. She then cancels Christmas party to make this thing hilarious. Mary farts her way through this thing because she's nervous. That is utterly hilarious, isn't it? Who wrote us a fucking 15-year-old stoner? Fart jokes are not funny. Tracy then shows off her great idea of using an electrical power grid to boost Wi-Fi so you can get connectivity anywhere there's electricity. Except it doesn't work. This is her pipe dream for years. She's been working this thing for four years in-house. So it's a fucking joke then. Upon hearing this, Carol then cancels the Christmas bonuses and cancels the whole fucking thing, saying to Clay right there and then, you're fired. By closing time tonight, you're finished. He throws a hissy fit and storms off. So Carol falls into his office and... She puts him in some sort of, I don't know, chokehold and she also says that she's firing the entire staff and there's going to be more cuts later because she needs money because, I don't know, fucking bullshit reasons. Because it's corporate greed, I'm guessing. And these two act like little spoiled brats. And she tries to throw her weight around. She gets pinned to the ground by Clay somehow, even though she's got a chokehold. And threatens to spit in her throat because, hilarious, like I said, who wrote this? A fucking 12-year-old? So she needs him in the balls and throws him into another chokehold and makes him tap the fuck out. Then tells him they have two days to make a 5.5 income increase or she's closing down the entire fucking branch and he can piss off back to where he came from. With that she storms out all smugly. Panic grips office with talk of the cuts and indeed the layoffs. Cut to them having lunch with the CEO of the biggest office in the city, Walter Davis, played by Courtney Vance. He's not buying their pitch because he's head of the layoffs and indeed the branch closures. Because apparently, um, Carol has closed about seven branches in about a week. So, hmm. 
He walks off saying he hates corporate America. It's all about the money, shares and stocks and not about the family fuel anymore. So Clay invites him to the office party. Back in the office, the E invites are out in force and everyone says yes and then emails everyone they fucking know. Because that's how that one works, you know. Cut to Clay wearing a bearskin rug, because of course he does, calling all his party friends and throwing a fucking kegger. What the fuck? Oh my god. Your sister is out for bloods because she's jealous. She had to work for everything she has, yet you just fucking get everything on your lap because you're the firstborn, I'm guessing. Uh, so, yeah, mate, throw a fucking kegger under her nose. I mean, cute to them hitting every single fucking booze store in town, hiring real reindeer, then renting a DJ and buying every Christmas decoration to get that fucking grubby little hands on. Meanwhile, Mary has plastered the walls of the office with posters saying, HR is watching you. Meanwhile, someone has put up party like there's no tomorrow. Because, funny... That night, while Josh is getting ready for the party, Carl shows up to his house, offers him a job in New York running his very own branch. All he has to do is stab Clay in the back. She does this while insulting him, his clothes, and indeed his life. She's a fucking complete uber bitch. Fuck her. Cut to the party. Josh arrives, hands the head of security guard, uh, the security, Carla, played by Divine Joy Randolph, a picture of Walter Davis telling her to be on the lookout for him and then call him the second he arrives. Inside the office, it is crazy as fuck as A, it looks like a shopping mall dress for Christmas, B, uh, there's a wall of Budweiser's and C, people are doing fucking drugs in the open. And of course, D, there is live animals, including three wise men and a guy dressed as Jesus. The fuck? How much did this thing cost? Also, there's three water coolers full of vodka, gin and tequila. Who thought this was funny? Who could even got this fucking script? Who could even got this movie? In his office, Clay is dressed as Santa, praying to God for help and sticking it to his sister. He then rides a, rides a sleigh rather down a flight of stairs straight into a blob, Mary and Jesus, because funny. He then shows Josh he has thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in hundreds attached to his body. He is a Christmas bonus. Fuck this movie. The DJ they hired is Joe, played by Sam Richardson, under the name of DJ Calvis. He wrote this. Mary is, of course, all over him, handing him a red card, saying he can't swear on a bike and blah, 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 blah. He can't be this and can't dress and can't la, 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 la. In walks Tracy with her roommate, Jimmy Butler. Who? And everyone is all over him. Seems he's a basketball player. I have no idea the fuck this person is. So, down in the parking lot, um, office tech, Nate, apparently he's office... I don't know, IT manager? No, fucking. Played by Cavron, Sony hires a prostitute, Savannah, played by Abby Lee, to be his girlfriend because he has office bullies that don't believe he has a girlfriend, so he hires a prostitute because that'll show him. Uh, too bad. He has to deal with her pimp, Trina, played by uh, Jillian Bell. 
she won't let her out of her sight unless she coughs up more money than God. She pulls a gun at him and takes all his money and then tells Savannah to enjoy her night. Uh, Walter Davison shows up, sees Clay sitting on a Game of Thrones sword throne and tries to hightail the fuck out of there and only to be caught by Josh and Tracy who talk him into staying for one drink. Josh then deep throats a nice Krampus sculpture while taking a shot of eggnog because that's utterly hilarious, right? Davis walks off straight into the complaining hands of Mary. Clay then takes him off her hands and shows off his office. Meanwhile, Nate and Savannah is dancing and she does nothing but slut drops and acts like a complete fucking whore. I mean, for fuck's sake, this is all for Sparty Love, not a fucking slutty ass nightclub. She tells him it'll be another $2,000 for the entire night, not $200, but Trina says on the phone. Oh my god, who thought this was hilarious? I mean, these prostitute jokes and this, this jokes are fucking awful. So in a crash, because of course this place has a crash, Fred, played by Randolph Port, and Alison, played by Vanessa Bayer, uh, she's Clay's assistant and he's the new guy to the office, have sex in this crash right behind the entire fucking office party. I mean, hmm. Well, she tries to have sex, but she, she gets freaked out when he calls her mommy and constantly asks to be a baby. The fuck? Anyway, cut to Nate running across town trying to get the $2,000 from ATMs to pay this prostitute. Back in the office, Josh and Tracy are dressed in blob Santa suits and have a dance-off to a Christmas song because that's fucking hilarious, isn't it? Meanwhile, Savannah sells coke all throughout the Valley party and indeed gives fucking handjobs to any man she's clapped eyes on. As Clay tries to sell his company to Davis, things go to the extreme as Mary drops a bag of coke in the fake snow machine which blows directly inf into Davis's fucking face and he snorts it without even knowing about it. So after the dance off Tricia, Tracy rather, and Josh go to the roof to give him his secret Santa gift which is surprise surprise a joint. They get locked out in the freezing cold, not to worry however, they're gonna get fucked up, hi, hi, oh fuck off. By the way, this movie was shot in April, so there's not one piece of frosty breath ever. Fuck off, this is Chicago, it'll be fucking freezing cold in December, piss off at a crap. Anyway, at the airport, Carol's flight to London is cancelled due to a heavy snowstorm which has hit the city. Of course you've been a rich white bitch. Watch you speak to the manager. The manager says, fuck off, love you, want to speak to God, it's not, he can't control the fucking weather. A grounded, she, I don't know, leaves the airport and gets an Uber and here she finds out about the office party and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, back to said party. Clay is now fucked up on booze and drugs, so goes insanely cringe, singing Let Me Clear My, clear my Throat Rather by DJ Cool. Badly. God, the cringe oozies from this scene. Cue even more cringe dance-off between Mary, now drunk, and Jeremy, played by Rob Cordray. These two cannot stand each other because she's a complete bitch and he's a lazy bastard. Let me guess, these two are going to end up with each other at the end of the movie. Woo. Anyway, on the roof now, freezing their tits off, Josh and Tracy smoke the final joint. He can't get a signal 
uh, you're on the roof of a fucking skyscraper. Bullshit! Still not to worry. This gives her time to guilt trip him into asking why he didn't hit on her. He says he was going through a divorce and had issues. She says, that's a fucking lousy excuse. You walked out on her a year ago. Uh, fuck you, love. Men have feelings too, you know. I mean, just because their marriage fell to pieces and he divorced her and she took her to the... Uh, she took him to the cleaners. Doesn't mean he doesn't have feelings, you fucking heartless cow. Fuck you. Anyway, Jenny comes up to the roof to piss on the roof, making it his company because he's a big dog. Funny, haha. Oh, God, this ring is terrible. This gives Josh and Tracy a wee out, plus back down to the party, where David is now drunk and or stoned, screams on the mic, he'll sign up the company. The crowd cheer. Yeah, because that's how that works. You have to sign a fucking contract. Back with Carol, who is now beyond piss. She's stuck in traffic. Heading back to office to stop this fucking ridiculous office party. In her Uber, she has to deal with a loudmouthed driver, Lenny, played by Fortune Fairmaster, who I never found fucking funny. Who goes on and on and on about how great Uber is, she is the CEO of her own company, would you shut the fuck up? And Carol says she's a real CEO, she's the CEO of some bullshit fucking tech company that this movie made up. Anyway, back to office, Nate finally has the two grand in cash, so text Savannah. Too bad she has fucked every man in a bloody office. Not to worry, Allison is there to pick up the pieces after he finds out she's... She, that being Savannah, has wanked off every guy in the office for money. Hello, she's a fucking hoe, what are you expecting? Meanwhile, in the photocopier room, people are photocopying their boobs, ass and indeed dicks until one guy sits on a photocopier and breaks it. Not to worry, there's a 3D printer, so off he goes to 3D print his dick because that's hilarious, right? Oh my god. Carol arrives to see the now two full fours of office party, so goes insane until she finds out Carol has locked Davis into a deal. Davis then swings from the Christmas lights fully landing on his fucking neck on a filing cabinet yeah he did he's not fucking fine he did he's then carted away by the paramedics cue the bombshell that Davis was fired at close of business from his company so Clay is completely and utterly fucked Carol is all over fucking Clay. She's more than happy to fire his ass. Indeed, fire his entire fucking staff. His entire branch is shut down. And puts this slacker brother in his place once and for all. So, walking off, she drops a final bombshell that Josh has indeed agreed to work for her in New York. Outside, Davis is carted off as Nate tries to talk to Savannah. But since he has run out of money, she leaves him. And he's completely stunned because he thought that she loved him. No, he loves she loves the fucking money. She's a fucking hoe. Trina walks out of nowhere and holds him at gunpoint and then robs him of all his money. Hello, love. There's a crowd of people plus an ambulance there. I don't fucking think so. Clay walks out, so Trina gets her hooks into him. Fuck this movie. This is beyond fucking trash. 
Inside, wants to talk to Josh. Tracy is even more pissed at him. So he follows her into the toilets where she tells him she had a job offer in New York, but she didn't take it because she's a real person. He's a fake person. Uh, love, he didn't even say yes to the fucking officer. Fuck you, bitch. The office staff get wind of the branch closing, so go completely apeshit until they realise that Clay has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of his own money trying to keep this place afloat. And then they find out they've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on a fucking party. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. Anyway, Allison tells them all straight, Clay is flat broke. He poured every penny of his money into this failing office and this failing branch. He has nothing left. Nate then tells Josh Clay is off with the prostitute and the pimp. He tries to tell Carol, but she doesn't give two fucks and fucks off with the dad's ashes and says, fuck Clay. Nate finally straps some balls on and tells office bullies to do their fucking job and hack Clay's phone to track him down where the fuck they're going with the, the prostitute, the hole and the fucking pimp. The prostitute, the pimp, you mean that? Oh, whatever. By the way, Clay has $300,000 in cash strapped still on him. Cut to him being let, uh, driven to rather the sketchy part of town in Chicago. Meanwhile, half the city has turned up to the party because some idiot has tweeted out where the fuck they're doing and how bizarrely weird this party is getting. Josh and Tracy get Carl to shut down the party. Love must be thousands of fucking people here. Mary shows up in her minivan, because of course she has a minivan, to drive Josh and Tracy to rescue Clay. Carl shows up last second to kick Clay's ass, so off they go. Cut to Clay snorting a huge fucking snowflake made of cocaine with Trina and her girls totally being fucked up. I mean, what the hell is going on here? Trina is then complaining about how hard it is being the CEO, the boss of a company, and then tries to rob him of his $300,000. Meanwhile, back at the party, people are fucking on desks, doing drugs openly, and setting office furniture alight left, right, and centre. Josh, now dressed as a pimp, has... The fuck is going on here? He's dressed as a pimp. He has the three ladies behind him pretending he's a fucking high-class uh, pimp there in a high-class hose. They try to get in to rescue Clay, but the bouncer at the front door has none of it. So, Carl has to speak Russian to get past him, and they do. Inside, it's full of Russian gangsters. Because, of course they are. Carol takes down a bodyguard with ease, breaks his hand, wrist, and fingers, before Tracy knocks him out with a nightstick she got from security. She, being Carol, takes down two more fucking heavy muscle-made guys with ease, because of course they can. As um, Josh and Tracy, I don't know, finds out where the fuck Clay goes, and Clay's run out the back door because the prostitute and the hole has him fucked in the head, and they think they're going to rob him of more money because he's got more money on his personal safe. What the fuck was I now? Blah, blah, blah. Cut back to the fucking office party. Um, let me see. Where was I now? Da, 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 da. Back to the office party. And the city folk have taken over the entire fucking office. 
with a guy dressed as Christ riding a white horse. The fuck? People are setting fire to Christmas trees, setting fire to the office. People are pushing photocopiers through the fucking windows and stealing iPads and all sorts of tech left, right and centre. Meanwhile, back in the pimp car, Clay is speeding to a bridge to jump it. Because, meh. Somehow, many piece of shit, minivan, catching up with this pimped out pimp car, which is a fucking Subaru. Mm. So, tries to stop Clay. He isn't listening, so Josh tells him if he's going to jump, he's going to jump the bridge too. Last second, Carol grabs the wheel, forcing the minivan into a spin-out. As Clay jumps the bridge straight into the office building, he dead. And I got fuck with this movie, says he fucking dead. Surprise, he's not dead. Not only is he not dead, but he hit the entire city's internet providers, which is bullshit. So he's the only internet source in town, yet more bullshit. Sit with me here. Lazy writing. As in hospital, Trina and Savannah are arrested. Clay is taken into surgery. Josh and Tracy reconnect. Clay is fine, apparently. The crash fixed an old, fixed an old injury. Bullshit. Tracy puts Carol in her place until Carol points out you can't calculate the real fucking world because blah, 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 blah. This somehow gives Tracy an idea to fix her power grid's internet crap. Mary and company speed back to office, which is beyond trashed. They try to fix the city's internet, plus save the company. Hello, fucking lawsuits, left, right and fucking centre. No bullshit. The two office bullies are knocked out and tied to a chair with the internet searches written on a whiteboard, such as herpes, penis enlargement, Justin Bieber's dick, plus cheap flights to Thailand, because that's all utterly hilarious, right? Anywho... The only safe place left is Tracy's office, which handily has its own server banks, so she launches the power grid internet thing from them. It works somehow. It's a Christmas miracle. Tracy and Josh then kiss. Nate and Allison then kiss as back in the hospital, Clay and Carol make up. They're now friends again. Yay. With the city's internet back on, the branch is saved. Until, of course, the loss is hit. Davis is now up and walking around. Yeah, nope, you're dead. And is now working for the company. Yeah, lawsuits. Later that day, Clay is let out of hospital. Yeah, no, you're not. Because you were in a heavy car crash and you broke your fucking ankle. You've fucked your ribcage and you had heavy-looking cast. But never mind, it's a fucking funny habit. The entire head of staff pile into one van and drive off to get fucked up drunk as credits mercilessly roll on this piece of shit. Wow, that was painful. I only laughed once during this. This isn't even stoner humour or indeed frat boy comedy. This is just cringe. Painfully unfunny, unrealistic, just avoid this piece of shit turkey. One out of ten. Still come back next week as I look at Bad Mom's Christmas. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe and follow me on Twitter at here's a Johnny's Pod. Check out my other festive podcasts including Christmas Vacation, Child's Play, Night Before Christmas and many more. A bye, Hantra member. I watched these bad movies so you don't fucking will have to. Bye!